This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. A lot of respect for that band, Deep Purple. Hey, uh, Goose, Ron, you know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? Well, Tell I me. know. It means you should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. Now, tell you where we're going now. We're going to our first guest. This year's Hall of Fame induction for the class of 2016. Former linebacker Kevin Green was enshrined, as well he should be. He's the third all-time leader in career sacks with 160. But that's since the NFL recognized sacks as a stat in 1982. So what happened before then? Ah, glad you asked, because our guest, historian John Turney of Pro Football Journal, knows he has the most complete and comprehensive list of all-time sack leaders. And we're going to talk to him, well, Goose, we'll talk to him right about now. Hey, John, welcome back. Thanks. It's a pleasure. First question, where does Kevin Green stand on your all-time list, and how does your top five contrast with the league's list, which was compiled after 1982? Well, there's really only two changes there. Uh, Smith is first, White is second. That's Bruce Smith, Reggie White. Third is Deacon Jones, is not recognized by the NFL. On my list, Green, Kevin Green is fourth. And fifth is Jack Youngblood. And their fourth would have been Chris Dolman. And their fifth is Strahan. Oddly, they don't even count Lawrence Taylor's rookie year, which was 1981, where he had nine and a half sacks. If you count those, he's ahead of Strahan. So those are the little changes there. I've got Alan Page seventh as the top defensive tackle rusher of all time. John, you have hundreds of pass rushers on your list as far back as the 50s. How did you compile such an extensive list? Did you watch tape of all the games and chart every player? No, that would have been a lifetime project, and, and there isn't <laughs> film of every play. But what we were able to do is use the same source that the NFL uses now, which is the game book or what used to be called the play-by-plays. Those exist all the way back to the 50s. Now, there's many of them missing, but I'll get to that in just one second. But we were able to glean the information that was in those play-by-plays and compile the stats from there. Another source would have been uh, newspaper articles and uh, you know, games that are taped off TV. But yes, to fill in gaps, I've watched lots of film, and my colleague in this, Nick Webster, and I, we've been to NFL Films several times uh, and spent many, many days watching film and being able to fill in the holes. So we've seen all the great pass rushers, uh, you know, hundreds of plays each, but we have not seen every sack on film, but we have seen a good deal of them. Okay, all the tape you watched and all the game books you read, were there any surprises? Did you come away thinking, you know, this guy is a far better pass rusher than I thought? One might be Ordell Bracey. That's a name that a lot of your people haven't heard. He played opposite Gino Marchetti in the 60s. But he was a guy that, if you look at his statistics, was getting double-digit sacks every year. He never had an 18 or 19 sack year, but he might have 12, 13, 10 and a half, and these are in 14-game seasons. So he's a guy that would jump out that um, not many of your folks have heard about. Jack Gregory would be another one. He's well over 100. So there's names like that. John, I remember Ordell Bracey. I grew up watching and loving the Baltimore Colts. In Super Bowl three. where did the Jets go for their one touchdown? Ah, over Winston Hill, who's not in the Hall of Fame, and should be, at Ordell Bracey. But you're right, he was a good player. He was really good. And we're talking with the Pro Football Journal's John Turney about sacking the quarterback and who was the best at it. And we're talking to him on the Talk of Fame Network. You can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com. And, John, 
What was the most difficult part of putting together your list? I mean, other than the hours involved, but what presented the most problems for you? Probably the biggest problem would be missing playbooks or game-by-games. And that's when you have to really start digging. And then you have to start getting the, the newspaper articles from both cities of that day. And then you have to start trying to target what film you have. And I've got lots of film myself. I've got a garage full of it. And, and, and we're talking film, not tape. You know, tons of silver out there and able to, to pour through it and try to find one missing sack. Sometimes it'll be real easy and you can get lucky. Sometimes it'll be years before you can find a game that you've been looking for. John, the weak side is supposed to be the pass rush side in today's NFL, but six of the top eight sackers of all time played over on the strong side. Reggie White, Kevin Green, Jack Youngblood, Deacon, Michael Strahan. There's also a tackle and just two weak side pass rushes. Is there an explanation for the left side dominance at the top of this list? Well, some of it is happenstance. The guys you mentioned were healthy and were able to play a long time, whereas some of the, the right side guys didn't quite play long, as long or they ended up their career as a designated pass rusher like a Richard Dent was a nickel rusher at the end. But a lot of times they also were not as good against the run, and so they might have been taken out towards the end of their career, and sometimes it took them a while to get started. A guy might play 15 years, but didn't start for two or three, and then as a, as a nickel guy, the last two or three. So then he's only got 10 or 11 as that rusher. Another thing is there's kind of a myth that the blind side has always been the key pass rush position. I believe that the pass rush, the modern pass rush, was kind of bottled after what the Colts did in the early 60s, because they were so good at it. And you know, Marchetti was the guy that was getting there most. He was the, the, the best pass rusher of his era and one of the top five in all, of all time, in my opinion. And so teams would try to model that, and then they would draft tackles to try to block those guys. Goose, you'll know that in the 70s, if you look at the Hall of Fame tackles, they're all right-side guys. Dan right. Deardorff, uh, Ron Yeri, Rayfield Wright. In fact, uh, the Cowboys had a good right tackle, Ralph Neely. He was injured one game. They put in uh, Rayfield to block Deacon. He held Deacon without a sack and only a couple tackles. And then the next year, guess what? They say, hey, we're going to put this guy at right tackle because he's better than Neely, and Neely had to play left tackle the rest of his career. So it was almost then a demotion. And then the one guy that was a left tackle in the Hall of Fame, Art Shell, remember he blocked for the strong side of Kenny Stabler. They were a left-handed team. So those things came around in the 80s with Anthony Munoz and I believe the 3-4 defense where they were blitzing guys out there. It's true, the left tackle is out there on an island, and it's a shorter, it's a shorter way to the quarterback because, for whatever reason, the teams are right-handed. They like to put the, the tight end on the right side. But it hasn't always been the case. So if you ever hear somebody say, well, that guy's a right tackle, and he's not all that good historically, well, historically that's false. The right tackles were the best up until probably the mid-80s. Hey, John, uh, and we're talking yes, to sir. John Journey uh, from Pro Football Journal, and he's a league historian on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the internet at talkoffamenetwork.com. But, John, uh, a couple questions for you. One is, um, you talked about your top five pass rushers. You mentioned Gino Marchetti's one of them. Who's at the top? I mean, if I asked you to take your best pass rusher, we're putting together a football team, I want to sack the quarterback. Who's the first guy you're going to give me? Well, I, I, perhaps I'm biased, but I'm going to go with Deacon because he's somebody who you can put on the left side, and he's, he can beat a double team, and even if they uh, chip him, he would go first. But Lawrence Taylor, even though he was a um, linebacker, essentially from 84 on, he was a stand-up defensive end, and he's got to be in that top five. And then the, the top sackers, you've got to put in Reggie White and um, – Bruce Smith, and then Mark Handy would round out my top five. Who would you put in tackle? Uh, for pass rushers, obviously I would put uh, 
Alan Page. But if you want to match somebody, you've got to have a tackle that's going to be catching a lot of blocks who can play, you know, it'd be a Merlin Olsen type or a Joe Green type. Because they can run passer well, but then they're going to catch the double teams and they're going to be able to play the draws, screens, and traps that the offense is going to throw at you. We've got under 30 so seconds. You don't How want about Karras? pass rushers. You want three and a half. How about Karras? <laughs> well, Karras was a left side tackle. He was, he was a good two-way player. He was, in my opinion, worthy of the Hall of Fame. He had over 100 sacks. And he pro- we have him at 105 or 107, and we're missing a few games from his first two years. So it's very possible he's at 110 or 115 when, when, all, when it's all said and done. Hey, John, we've just been sacked by our producer who's telling us we've got to go to commercial. But, hey, thanks for the time. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks, We'll John. check with you later. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to Geico.com.